familia, and welcome to the first episode of Love Your Now Comadres, Fire and Butterflies. And I'm your host, Comadre Cristal, and I'm so excited about today. I uh, First, I, I really want to start off by saying thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being on this episode and just seeing what I'm about. This episode, I really wanted to kind of introduce myself and be able to really show you what I'm about and who I am. Uh, this 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 podcast, as I said in my trailer, and I will say multiple times, it's it's really all about vulnerability, vulnerability, authenticity, courage, love, and fire and butterflies, and 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 it all is with the intention to help others heal and give others the inspiration, the motivation to keep going on their spiritual healing journey. And, and so, yeah, that's, that's what this is all about. So let's start off. As you all know, my name is Cristal and I, <laughs> I have been on this journey of life for 34 years. Um, 34, God, 34. I didn't, you know, it's so funny. I never really think about how old I am until like I have to say how old I am or someone ask. But it's interesting now that I say this out loud because 34, wow. I don't feel 34. Um, I feel older mentally, spiritually, physically. I feel like I'm in my 30s. I don't I don't know what I would I'm supposed to feel like in like I mean I don't feel in my 20s, that's for sure. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> so if any of you comadres, compadres, comextres, if you're in your 20s, enjoy them because once you hit 30, everything starts starts acting weird and funny. But anyways, yeah, so I I'm 34. And it's been, and it's been an interesting thirty-four years. Um, clearly, you know, I don't remember the moment I came out of the womb. Some people do, and I, th I think that's great. I don't, mm -mm. but I also don't remember a lot of my childhood because I grew up in a um, toxic environment, and my coping mechanism has been to block those memories. And part of my healing journey is to unblock some of those memories and go through that uh, pain and th through that hurt to really heal. So throughout this podcast, I, all these episodes, you'll probably hear about this. Uh, I won't go into too much today because I do want to keep this episode kind of lighthearted. Um, but yes, so I was born in Mexico. Um, I was born in my grandmother's, great-grandmother, actually, and it wasn't my grandmother, my great-grandmother's house. She was a midwife, and my mom, that's where she gave birth to me, and I came out in March. I am a triple fire, so I am an, so if you know about signs, great, and if you don't, that's cool. This part, you probably are like, okay, I don't understand, but I am an Aries sun and rising and a Sagittarius moon. So I'm very fiery and my personality has always been very fiery and something I'm very proud of. 
So fast forward, because again, lots of, lots has happened in my childhood, but I, I really want to, today's episode, I really want to emphasize about my rock bottom. And I call it a rock bottom because everyone has different rock bottoms. And here's, here's the most interesting part. Everyone will have multiple rock bottoms. I have had multiple rock bottoms. But the one that I know was a rock bottom that really shook me, shook me to my core. And I would say was probably the pivotal point in my life where everything changed was when I was 17 years old. I was a freshman in college. I was out for the first time in my life out of my house. I was out of my parents' house. I was doing my own thing. And my dad, his journey ended on this earth. And I remember like that was the point where I had so many feelings came up, so many things. As I said earlier, I grew up in an alcoholic household. Well, I didn't say alcoholic. I said toxic. Surprise, it was an alcoholic household. My dad was the alcoholic. And and so already growing up with that those dynamics, my dad was not a violent alcoholic towards me or my siblings. He was violent towards my mom. So I did grow up with domestic violence in the household. Um, and And so there was a lot of those, what I now call daddy issues or father wounds that I've developed as a child and as a teenager for the first time in college, now knowing that my dad died was really like, it it shook me. And on top of that, there was multiple layers. The first layer was he, we weren't even living in the same state at that point anymore. Um, By the time I was 17, we were living in California because I grew up in Illinois and at at 16, my mom finally decided to leave my my dad. And and I say finally with a very admira- like with lots of admiration and love for my mom because I also am very well aware leaving a an abusive household or leaving someone who's causing harm is not so easy. It's not just like, "Oh, let's pick up our bags and go." Like there's multiple layers there. Um and so when I say she finally, it's it's because it it, it took my mom. I want to say, and I won't go into too much because that's her story. But as as a child witnessing it, I remember attempting to leave multiple times in my childhood with my mom, and it just never happened until I was sixteen, and my mom finally said, "Okay, let's 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 go." And it was until literally like a year and a half later, where my dad ended up dying. And he and 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 he was alone. So there was that added layer. He lived in another state. The add layer that he ended up passing alone. No one was there. And they actually didn't find the body until days later. Um, so there was that layer. And then the added layer of there was so much that I never got to tell my dad. And so then there was a lot of um like closures that I didn't get to have. And, and that was hard. That was hard. Uh, Being a 17 year old girl in college, trying to discover who she is, trying to find out what she's all about. And then having the first man 
that she truly loved out of this world and and then not knowing what a healthy relationship ever looked like. Yeah, that was when my life just, boom. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I was already doing a lot of things as a teenager that I look back and I reflect. I'm like, what was I thinking? But, call, but my dad's passing was absolutely the pivotal point in my life. And so fast forward, because again, you'll throughout my podcast, you'll hear my story. Don't get, don't just trust. I will share. Um, I'm an open book. I, I truly believe we are as sick as our secrets. So I don't have any secrets. Um, I, I mean, there's probably things about me that I have shame about, but that's exactly the thing. If there's shame, that means I need to work through that. And so this podcast is a perfect example to just be able to share this. Um, so yeah, anyways, um, I tend to go off tangent, so I will try to keep it focused. And so fast forward, lots of unhealthy relationships, a lots of learning, lots of failure, lots of growing up, lots happened from the moment my dad passed away to today, to this episode. And and it's been a journey. It's been a journey. Now, why is this all important when it comes to Love Your Now Comadre or the podcast Fire Butterflies? It's because it was that point when I started to realize I needed help. I needed to figure out how how I could do this. When after my my dad passed, I went into therapy for the first time ever in my whole life. Went into therapy, and I didn't know what to expect. I really didn't. I remember thinking like, "Oh, it's just gonna be that person sitting in the chair with their glasses, writing on their notebook, and me laying on a laying on a uh, chase lounge." Yeah, no, my first therapy session was not like that at all. <laughs> it was at college, so it was over at uh, CSU Chico where I attended school. And it was a, a very, very cool young lady. I remember I remember she was really, she was new. She was a student. I, I think she was training or something. I can't remember. But um, just being, I just remember being able to talk to someone else about my dad, about my relationship with him, about my relationship with myself, um, without any fear of judgment was really great and and I remember I liked it. Um problem was and this is and I reflect reflecting now the problem was I was in this mentality that I was the the martyr like I was the victim like it was like all these terrible things keep happening to me why me why me like I'm a good person I'm a good like I do this like blah blah blah. And so whenever the therapist would give me suggestions. I wouldn't do them. Like I wouldn't do the homework. I wouldn't do the thing because it's like, why? Why do I need to do the work when it's someone like everyone else is the problem but me? Yeah, yeah. I really had that mentality for for a long time, very long time. Um, and and it really wasn't until I was about. 29 29 
no, no, I was younger than 29, like 27, 28. Um, I met this amazing woman. Uh, her name's Lynette. And when I met Lynette, it was, it was just like, like it, it was like meeting someone that I had known my whole life. And, and I got connected with her because she used to own um, and run a haunted attraction here in my hometown of Modesto. And every Halloween that she would put this huge, huge event at her in the front yard and like build this haunted house maze from the ground up. And I love Halloween is my favorite, favorite, favorite holiday. And so I was all about it. And one year I saw that she was looking for members for casts to to participate in this. And I was like, uh, sign me fucking up for this. And so I did. I signed up and I met her and I just fell in love with her soul. Like she, oh, Lynette, she's she's just such an amazing person. She she was the kind of person that you just automatically loved her and became her friend. And and she just accepted you for who you were wholeheartedly. Um, she was amazing. And and she was the one who introduced me to spirituality but in the concept of really tapping into energy and that was the first time I ever heard of it I grew up Catholic okay Catholic so spirituality for me was just like you pray you you the persinas like you know you bless yourself and that's it and like that is you being spiritual and oh and make sure you don't sin <laughs> because <laughs> I'm Catholic <laughs> that was also very well instilled in me we don't sin and if you sin, you go talk to a priest and then the priest will tell you what to do. And then your sins are forgiven. That was spirituality to me. And when I met Lynette, she introduced me to crystals, to herbs, to candle work, um, and to tarot cards. And I remember thinking, oh my God, Lynette, we can't do this. This is witchcraft. This is brujeria. Oh my God, I can't do this. Like I was, I was scared, you guys, scared. And and Lynette with her with her wisdom and her love was like, it's okay, Crystal. Like, I'm never gonna force you to feel this. Like, whenever you're comfortable, hey, this is what I'm about. And I'm like, okay. But we kept our friendship and she started doing tarot readings for me. And it was just so mind-blowing how when she would do a reading, I would be like, I, how did you know that? How did you know this? And it was just so beautiful. And um, I opened up to Lynette about a lot of a lot of issues and a lot of things I've had and and all that jazz. Fast forward because again, I could I could talk about I should probably make I will make an episode about Lynette because it's just it's such a she's such a beautiful beautiful soul that I was blessed to have in my life. But fast forward to uh 2018 when I was I was at that point now I was like 20 28 29 and Lynette was diagnosed with cancer pancreatic cancer and uh, you know, uh, we were terrified. We were scared. It was scary. I mean, she was so young. Uh, I, uh, you know, she was in her in her 
late mid 40s actually yeah she wasn't even that like she was in her mid 40s she was so young and I remember thinking why god like why her like of all people in this world and I and and I, I will say this I don't wish cancer on anyone 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 I was in that place in a very dark place in my life because I, again, remember what we talked, what I said earlier, I was always in that mentality of why me, like I'm the victim of all these things. And that was how I, I had that relationship with God. Like, like, okay, God already took my dad away. Why is God going to take this amazing woman away? Like, and so I, I had a lot of that kind of mentality. And so I, I was, I was so I was devastated because I didn't want Lynette to, I didn't want to lose her. I really didn't. And, and it was, it was hard and it was scary. Um, and, and the reason why it, we were all like, at least I was feeling like, oh shoot, like this is, this is it was because it was pancreatic cancer. Um, her dad or had already passed from the same cancer and statistically, pancreatic cancer is, is, is a tough one. Um, and so it was really hard. But Lynette remained optimistic and remained hopeful. And I got to spend, I, I, I would then at that point set the intention to spend more time with her, especially because losing my dad suddenly and unexpectedly also like left me at a, at a very young age, gave me that reminder, life is short. Life is absolutely short. It's not promised. Tomorrow's not promised. And so I, I was like, I'm going to spend as much time as I can with Lynette because I don't want, I don't want to have the reg the regrets that I had with my dad. I don't want to have them with her. And so, yeah, we did. We we spent more time together. We went out dancing. We'd go out and just have a good time. And don't get me wrong, there were times where it was hard for her too, because you know she was going through treatment and and the her emotions. You know, she she fell into depression and it was really hard. But I I was that friend who was there to remind her, like, let's go. Like life is short. Like. If you're going to die, at least die knowing that you had the best time ever. Um, and so, and so we, uh, we'd always go out and yeah. And then she did, she did pass. And, and that was in 2020. So it was during the pandemic when everything was shut down. And it was even harder because during that time when everything was shut down, I also, you know, to protect her was staying away from her because, you know, at this point we didn't know anything about this. And it was just like, I don't want to get her sick. I don't want like, I... and so I, I didn't get to see her as much as I wanted to, but I still made the attention. I texted her all the time. And, and it was hard. I, um, was blessed to be there on her last day. And I was blessed that she loved me so much that she wanted me to be there with, with her friends and her family. 
And I did. I, I got to see her take her last breath. And I, I cherish her and her memories so much every day. And so after she died, after she's uh, passed, I fell into my own depression. I fell into this feeling of like, like, holy shit, like life really is short. And, um, and I always remembered that she had this belief in me because, oh, backtrack to the tarot reading. She would always tell me, Cristal, you have a gift, use it. And I'm like, girl, I don't have a gift. I don't know how to read tarot cards. And so, uh, she, ended, she started teaching me. And then there was a class that was being offered by someone that I also know. And we did, we took the class together and I learned so much. And I was like, oh, I could do this. I do have a gift. So after she passed, I, I was like, okay, um, I got to do something. I have to, I have to do something for her and her memory. Cause I didn't want, I don't want Lynette's memory to just go. No, she, she, her, her soul was so pure, so loving. Um, and I, and I, and I felt like I needed to continue something for her because right before she passed, she started her own YouTube channel. She started her own Instagram. She started her own, she was trying to take her tarot reading, uh, services to the next level. And, and so then I was like, okay, I'm going to do it too. And I decided to create Love Your Now Tarot because uh, I wanted to continue the tarot business that she she had started. And the reason why I said Love Your Now was because uh, Lynette, everyone called her Lynn uh, or, or, or Nettie. And... And I like the, the the I like Lynn. I don't know what it is about Lynn. I've always loved it. And I took Lynn L Y N from her name Lynette. And I looked at it. I'm like, how can I make this into an acronym? Like, how can I make how can I incorporate Lynn from her name into my business name? And when I looked at the the acronyms, I was like, oh my god, love your now. That is perfect because that's exactly what she taught me. And I, not just what she taught me, but also what she instilled in me, especially in her the last couple years of her life, was to love your now because that's all you can do. Life is going to come at us all the time. Life is unfair at times. Life is hard. Life is a fucking mess. But all we can do is love our now. And I learned that with her. Um, I learned that when my dad died. And then I learned, I was reminded of that with her, with her passing. So love your now. And then Terrell, because I wanted to do Terrell readings and I wanted to do those services. Fast forward, lots have happened from that point when I, when I went open for business, a lot, lots have happened. Lots, lots happened. Um, and again, multiple episodes for that. <laughs> Trust me, lots of loss happened. But fast forward to Love Your Now Comadre when I decided to rebrand. I needed to rebrand because Love Your Now Tarot was, it just wasn't resonating with me anymore. 
uh, it it didn't feel like it was who I was because again it felt like I I was doing something for someone else not for me um and so when I meditated and rebranded I was like I, I want to keep love your now because that that is important but tarot just didn't feel right because yes I'm a tarot reader but I'm more than just a reader and 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 everyone like and and so I really wanted to think about that and it was a conversation that I was having with a friend one time because I was I did a reading for her and and it's so funny this friend is like I'm her comadre and she's my like she's my comadre for those of you who don't speak Spanish a comadre is someone who is like your really good friend or your confidant it's also the the, the person who baptizes your child like in the in the eyes of god this is the person that is supposed to guide your child on their spiritual journey with god um in a catholic sense and so i baptized her daughter and um and so i became her comadre but we were already best friends Anyways, I was doing a reading for her and I was just sharing it and helping her and just helping her process all of this. And I remember she was like, Cristela, I don't know how you do it, but like every time I talk to you, I just feel so much better. Thank you so much for always listening. Like you, you really are a great comadre. And at that moment, it hit me like, that's that's what I am. That's who I am. A comadre. Um, especially because Lynette always said the same thing. Like Lynette always kept saying, like, there was something about me that she could just talk about and share and open up. Because trust me, like, there, like with anyone, I always have the most beautiful deep conversations. And it's just, it just comes easy to me. And so I was like, oh my God, love your now comadre. That's what it is. And I also get to incorporate my, my, my my roots incorporate my beliefs incorporate my 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 mexican culture um and so that's what i started doing uh, i ended up rebranding into love your now comadre and then i rebranded into being a spiritual life coach because what i was doing with my tarot reading what i didn't realize was i was already i was already coaching people i just didn't have the the structure to to do that and then I was like okay I don't have the structure but I want to have the structure let's do it and so now fast forward through all of that journey of rebranding and learning about who I am as a comadre cristal I am here today um and that's 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 what love your now comadre is all about it is about creating the space and creating the love for people to to be themselves, to be vulnerable, to be authentic, to have courage, and to just know that through all of this, love is always there. Because my journey has been, <laughs> has not been easy, has been fucking hard. And and I'm not saying like, oh, you know, I, I want like, all of our journeys are not easy. All of our journeys are fucking hard. And that's what I love so much about Love Your Now Comadre is that I'm able to create the space for people to show up authentically, for people to show up with their vulnerabilities and still know through all of that how courageous they are and how much I still love them and how much God still loves them. And so, and so yeah, that that is my journey as a spiritual life coach in a nutshell, because again, it, it, there's just so many layers there. 
but I'm really excited about this. And, and so, yeah, it's been, it's been an interesting journey thus far. This being my first episode, I wanted, like I said, I wanted to be, I wanted to be, to be brief because I could talk. I'm a talker. Um, but I also want to respect everyone else's energy because it, it also is draining to hear someone talk and talk and talk. So that's a brief introduction. Uh, I, I don't have a structure. I will be honest and transparent. I don't have a structure for this podcast yet. I don't know if I'm going to be doing this like on a weekly basis or on a monthly basis. I am in a place where I'm just going with the flow. And so I, I'm going to make an episode whenever I feel called to do it. So just be open to it. Just hit the subscription. Just get the little notification bell when a new uh, episode will be posted. You'll get the notification. I'll share it on my social media pages and everything. Um, but yeah, this this podcast is all about helping and guiding and transformation because that's that's what all of us we all need help. We all need guidance, and we're all transforming all through this journey called life. And so I'm excited about this. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for being here. I I just, I'm so excited and I'm so blessed and I'm so, so fortunate that if you're listening to this, you're, you're, you, you are making my reality amazing. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, I love you all so much. And with all of this, I am sending you all so much fire and butterflies. And as always, don't forget, love your now. Bye.